Hi, this is Tony Silva. And Charles Wiz. And this is episode 76, Two Teachers Talking, where, surprise, Charles and I get together and talk about teaching. Uh, teaching English, uh, <laughs> teaching English in Japan, and all the fun that that can be. And today we're talking about textbooks. And all the fun that can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting because we we talked about it and we thought we'd uh, say, okay, you know, how do we talk, you know, how do we choose textbooks? How do we talk about textbooks and conversation, reading, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And at a certain point in the preparation, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> um, you know, and rather than talk about, you know, the mechanics of, of actually going through the textbook selection process, it's step back a little bit. And it's like, well, you know, all the discussion about textbooks is, well, how much longer are textbooks going to be around? How much longer are we going to be around? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's those are both really good questions, Charles. But I think like people it. are probably more interested in the textbooks than they are about you or me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's about the whole idea of um, textbooks and what problem they're supposed to solve and what's their function and how well do they perform that function and... The different approaches you can take, you can take like you know, order your your textbook from your friendly publisher who may or may not bring pizza. Do they still bring pizza anywhere where you're at? I've heard about it. Ah, yeah. They. I think years... it's like the mysterious spaghetti monster. A flying few... spaghetti <laughs> no, monster. No, 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 no. It's very real. It's very real. A few years ago, it was like five. But the years... flying spaghetti monster is real. No, no, the pizza is real. Five, ten oh, years oh. back, publishers like they would come to the school and they'd bring like have like four five six pizzas for the teachers and, and a bunch of their textbooks and stuff it was great but uh yeah you can do that route no wonder and they stopped doing that they i haven't had a pizza for a long time so maybe that's why people are not using textbooks as much it's a, maybe, there's a relationship yeah, it's a, right? effect a decline in pizza and yeah. pizza <laughs> supply has resulted <laughs> okay so so uh, we're kind of like an extra so it's an interesting you know as they may you live in interesting times um we're kind of at the point, so you know, you, a teacher doesn't. It's not just, you know, which textbook to use, but you got all these other like options that have opened up. It's like, well, you've got the traditional textbook thing, um, you've got um, no textbook, and um, I don't know that it's a real option yet. But uh, digital textbooks or eBooks, um, a digital option for textbooks, which uh, will be here. Soon, I'm guessing, and here, I mean Japan, I don't know how soon that really will be. It may be uh, a reality in different parts of the world before it is here. But um, it's also something to think about because I use a little bit of that myself. Um, but uh, we thought that would be a little bit more interesting, a little more relevant, and certainly a little more <laughs> long-lived than a discussion about, you know. How to choose a textbook. Or which which quill do you use? <laughs> To grade your paper. Which, which, yeah, what, what, what bird do you source your feathers from? <laughs> what ink do you use for your fountain pen? Uh, I used to use a fountain pen, though. Uh, they're kind of classy. They're kind of fun. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting, too, because they're, they scratch across the paper, right? Mm -hmm. You got to get used to that the I first don't time. Like, yeah, you know. I, 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 someone gave me one and I use it for a bit, but I didn't like that scratchy, scratchy. Yeah, yeah. I like, I, I, yeah, it was kind of an interesting thing. Somebody gave me some really old fountain pen, but I have no idea where it went. Mm. I do remember, though, it used to leak a lot. <laughs> How many shirts did you lose? 
I still lose shirts. I still I mean, like from the ink, still, from the ink, I still, like spilling I know, into your I know, pocket. I know, I know, I that, but I still lose shirts due to ink because I forget to um, ah. retract the the pen. You know, I you know click the top part. Sometimes I just put yep. in a rush. I just put the pen into my shirt, yep. and then uh, boom, there's the ink stain. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those people. Mm. So so okay. what do you think? Textbooks. Textbooks. Where should we start? Ah. Let's start with paper-based, okay. uh, traditional textbooks. Okay. And you ask the question of, you know, what purpose do they serve? Mm. And I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think the major thing they do is they really decrease the teacher's workload. That's the real major advantage to a textbook. I guess, yeah, I guess that. And I think most people choose, I'm guessing most people choose it because of that. Because I don't know people who would, okay, here's a question. Have you ever heard anybody say, this is a fantastic textbook. You've got to use this textbook in your like speaking class or your reading class. The only textbook I can think of, at least, and that's been shared that's between you and me, yeah, yeah. What do you, what, yeah, tell is us. Reading Power. Okay, I'm with that's, you there. Right. Remember, and we both said Reading Power we, too. Bingo. And it's a right, great one. and we said, and we we both I think use that as, as in writing classes as a writing textbook as well. Yes, I've got well, I've got a combo class, and I use right. it, I use it I use that for the combo class. Okay, yeah. but I'm going to ask. Okay, Tony, think about it. What other textbook has really thrilled you? Thrilled me. Right, where you would say, hey, you'd recommend it to another teacher. Say, you know, using this textbook is going to really up the level of your class. Now, I know, I think reading power, mm-hmm. if I'm doing a reading class, that's just a great textbook. It has everything I need in there. Mm. It really gets down to the skills. So, but really, what's a textbook like reading power? Is there anything else that you... Uh, there's one. Yeah, I think uh, I, I like the, the Ready to Write series. Okay, those are good too, yes. Yeah, I like those. And I, I like that because of the... Um... Especially for students in Japan, uh, the emphasis on the structure and organization, hmm. um, which I don't think that, it, that 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 book would be as useful in other countries, Western countries uh, specifically, and certainly not in the United States, but for Japanese students, just because the the writing style is so different in Japanese and in English. Um, and it does kind of default to the, you know, we, we, we had our old, you know, a couple of, how many years ago, uh, the episode on, on teaching writing. And, uh, you know, I came out as a, you know, proponent of like the, 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 the five paragraph essay. But I think that our students kind of need that as, a, as, a, as an intermediary step. Yeah, they're never going to write a five paragraph essay again in their lives. But uh, the, the thought structure behind it and the ready to write series. Uh, I think does a very good job of reinforcing the thinking skills that go into um, writing English well. But that may be about it uh, in terms of like what you described. The other, the, another textbook that I like a lot, I don't ne- wouldn't necessarily recommend it to another teacher as enthusiastically, um, but it works really, 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 really well for me uh, for lower level students is uh, English firsthand. Hmm. The regular okay. one, well, not the beginner one, but the the middle, the 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 reg the re- regular one. <laughs> okay. English firsthand one and gold or new or something I don't know, like that. But other yeah. than that, no. <laughs> mm. Yeah, many many years ago, I remember. Um, remember when um, Interchange came out? Yes. And remember how revolutionary it was? Because it had pictures and white space. <laughs> <laughs> well, and design is really important. Yes, yes. And here's something, you know, I, I'm kind of going off 
the other end because I I can't really find a good beginning, you know, um, you know, false beginner, low intermediate um, speaking, listening textbook that really works well. I kind of use interchange because it just works best. Um, and I like the fact that it has space, but it's amazing to me that people haven't, you know, these textbook manufacturers haven't integrated, you know, the textbook with like note taking kind of workbook, right? Is it, you know that there's this thing here where it says, okay, write down the four or five vocabulary words you think would be good, right? You know, so, but anyway, that's part of the reason. Yeah, you're, you're right on there though, because because the the note taking in and of by itself is such a valuable academic skill, and it right. is ignored. It's not, it's not, it's not given anywhere in any of the textbooks. It doesn't matter listening in conversation right. writing but i would like to just see the that kind of note taking built in you know yep. they have the dialogue yep. right and it, there should just be a thing yep. of you know what are the keywords here and then the key, so that would just make my job so much easier because i would just have to point to that instead of saying to the students okay write down the words you don't know blah blah so i've used interchange so i remember when interchange came out and there was also a book i don't know if it's still around um i think it was david Peaty, all talk don't know this um, one yeah, all talk. It had like um, just simple grammar exercises, kind of just, you know, kind of some basic drill things, and then it would have some gap activities. But then it had these like pictures and then questions for conversations. And for some reason, um, all talk and interchange was kind of like um, gin and tonic. You know? <laughs> Either one by themselves is like, yeah, okay, but you put them together and it really worked well. So I always used to have my students get two textbooks because they both did different things. But um, I'm thinking in terms of textbooks, I think um, Hogue and Oshima have their academic writing textbooks, um, Introduction to Academic Writing, I mm -hmm. think. Um, those are not bad for mm -hmm. students who have a little bit higher, you know, you know, English skills and are learning how to do things. But you're... You're really right, Tony. There really isn't any great textbook, hmm. I think. And again, what do you think? I think most of the time it's to make the, the teaching load easier. And it gives you a progression. It makes it easy to know what to do. It's also helpful for the students. They can see what they're going to do the following week. Mm -hmm. Right? But giving, giving, Yeah, giving the student that kind of um, permanent, structured... Uh, icon of what they perceive the the course to be um, may be of some value to the student. Yeah, I don't know how much. I don't know either. Yeah, and then you know, of course, we can go to the other side, which is the biggest problem with the textbook is lock in, right? You know, you order the textbook and then yes, you realize, yes, 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 right? Yes, and it's yes, like yes, this yes, is yes, just yes, not for whatever it. reason, <laughs> whatever reason, it is not working with this class. Yeah, yeah. Every every class begins with a head smack. It's like, why the hell did I choose this book? Right, and, <laughs> and because yeah, I mean, you're talking about it's like yeah, because one size fits all. I mean, it really doesn't fit anybody. And one of the things I think that um, we talked about, you talk about interchange, and which which I don't like. Um, but and, and reading power that. and reading powers each of them there's so much there that it's it's a it's a it's a big war chest of tools and things that the, the teacher in the classroom can like pick and choose what they want and adapt it to what their own teaching style or whatever students they've partic they have 
or whatever they're trying to do in the classroom. Yeah, you see, like, okay, these guys, you know, you really want to emphasize the listening part. Okay, you've got that. You got yeah, this other vocabulary. You've got that. And um, what I really like about the interchange series is is their their video supplements, right? Right. That's yeah. that's th- that's really good stuff. I like that. It's nice that they have those things, mm. but you know, again, it's there's a lock-in that's a problem. Yep. Um, so, and maybe it's a good point. I don't know if we, you know, so the textbook thing is just that that makes me crazier. You know, because I can look at one certain textbooks and I can say, you know, chapter six in this textbook is great, <laughs> and I really like you know chapters ten through twelve in another textbook, <laughs> right? Yeah. So what happens is you you really want to start you know, cutting and pasting, <laughs> which maybe is, you know, a, a good point. I don't know if we want to bring up, you know, online textbooks, right? Which well, I, guess I think, I don't know. I think, I think maybe that's where we need point. to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this is what I don't understand. I don't understand why the main publishers don't allow me some system where I can, you know, have my students pay or I can pay to buy sections of books. Right. Right. The technology's here already. Right. And it's just they're stuck in this business model. Yep. Yep. That yep. has yep. nothing yep. to do with education. And I'm going to call these publishers out. You know, the fact is that, you know, you're not using, you're not doing what needs to be done. Because if I could pick and choose chapters from different textbooks and, you know, that there's some, you know, it shouldn't be hard figuring out how to monetize that. Well, right. For that us, you give for a password. Not hard, but right. they're right. so, those, and they're so stuck in the past. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, talking about stuck in the past, I was talking to a teacher the other day, and it's like, this is like past thinking, this is not really clear, is that um, there is a, um, a teacher's using a textbook, and the teacher's manual is available online. I think you can download it for free. All right. And one of this teacher found out that a bunch of his students had downloaded the teacher's <laughs> manual and was just using it to do their homework and fill in the answers. And you'd think that. Um, well, he should be bumped on the head for using stuff right from well, the he, teaching manual. Well, who, who would guess that a student would download a teaching manual? I wouldn't have guessed that, would I, you? No, because. And actually, you'd think, wait a second, if this website's in English, I don't know, that would you'd say, oh, this kid's got pretty good English. But I think. Well, you know, yeah, just, kudos to the kids. That's Yes. Yes, exactly. Right. If the kid can figure it out. But that's an example of just, you know, backwards thinking or just not thinking clearly. Because mm. once the one kid has it, right, mm. two kids have it. Mm-hmm. And then soon it'll be known through the school, right, that, oh, you should just download the. Anyway, so, yeah, I'd like to see that happen. But I was read. Don't know. Um, in Japan, where you don't have a used textbook market. It's not like in the United States where uh-huh, there's a used uh-huh, textbook market. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, see, I don't see why more students aren't or don't or where we're not seeing more ebook versions, digital versions of textbooks. Uh-huh. I think in the United States where textbooks are so expensive and there's that whole used market, uh-huh. right? Which is, again, oh, by the way, the only reason that the edition changes every year, correct? Yeah. Is to prevent students sure. from, you know, that, that's that kind of stuff that just is like, you know, that's when, you know, people kind of look at, you know, profit and capitalism and kind of go, eh, you know, it might not be the best system. <laughs> Little greedy there, right? Mm. But it, I don't know. I basically have gotten to the point where um, there's a book cutter at my school. Oh, yeah. 
and I cut the backs of my books sure. off, and then I use oh, is it a Fuji Scantron? Yeah, Fuji Scan Snap, and just yep. boom, all my textbooks are in my iPad. Mm-hmm. Right, I can carry I carry you know however many textbooks I'm using, which is not too many, but I can I think just really in one class. But when I was doing this, you know, when I had th- three or four classes, were using textbooks. You just cut the back of the book off, scan it, and it's there. It's a digital version. And the best part about that, of course, is that um, you can put the, the the text page on the projector. Sure. You yeah. don't have to open up with those overhead. You know the overhead projectors, right? You know, whenever you open up a book, it kind of gets you. You can't get it to lay flat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. Anyway, so. Well, the, the other thing with, the, um, however, um, with the, I think, it's and this still kind of boggles my mind. Um, but one of, one of the big hurdles, I guess, as you said, the biggest one is, yeah, the publishers just haven't figured out how to make their money on, on a new, you know, on a new model. But, um, ironically, one of the other things that I, that I find, and I've, I've talked with other teachers and they connect with this. I don't know about, I don't know about your students, but when it comes like to, to digital textbooks or eBooks and things, there's a lot of student resistance to that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kids, they don't. You know, even even at my <clears throat> better schools, um, when freshmen show up, they don't have a computer. Right. They don't bring computers to classes. Well, no, they don't have one. <laughs> no, they don't bring it to class. They don't have one, and they don't they know how to. Yeah, they're that. that oh, don't 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 go don't <laughs> okay. don't don't, don't you know. go down that road, please. So <laughs> this week, this week, I had this student. She, you know. Freshman, she finally, you know, now it's what it's it's a it, well it's it is what it's the middle you know middle of the end of the semester, she brings her computer up to the front like well how do I, you know it's a Windows machine I have no idea how this new versions of Windows I have no clue how to use it she she's like how do I how do I send an attachment to you it's like I don't know <laughs> it's like you just do it it's like what are you using what's your email things like, I and she didn't know I didn't know it was this this is incredible. <laughs> conference of incompetence <laughs> the desk it was really something it was pretty interesting yeah well going off on a tangent it's i would just turn to the student and i say please ask the world's greatest teacher <laughs> and i go huh <laughs> and i say google mr. mr internet yeah yeah google i don't understand i mean i i have to teach my students this and it's but it's really true you know just did you google it before you asked me this question yeah right it's just so, by the way, in response, that's why I pretty much do everything, and it's designed to work on a phone, a smartphone, mm. because the students all have smartphones mm-hmm. and they know how to use their smartphones. And I actually, um, there's now they can add attachments and they can upload files from their smartphones, to, and so it works on my website. But um, yeah, I the students are very resistant. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Mo- in Japan, it's very rare for even in a class of 35, 40 students, maybe two or three will bring a computer. Maybe only one will have a tablet, mm. right? They don't, well, right? They don't have to take notes because the teachers hand out paper all the time, right? I've, 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 I've stopped doing that. Maybe. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, we both do. So have done that. So, right, so we have this model. It's an old model. It could really be nice. If the other thing that would be really nice would be that if the publishers just finally decided and figured out that, you know, you could download somehow 
different chapters. See, right? It would be great because so just let me finish on this yeah, one because yeah. here's the idea is you could wait until the first day of class. You could go into the class, say, okay, everybody, hi, let me check you out and make sure. And at the, uh, afterwards, check the webpage and that will include a link to which, what will be the textbook for the class. Because with the current model, you basically have to order the textbook two months ahead of time. Or, or, or longer. Or even more, right? Mm. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So anyway, so I could go on and on about this old-fashioned model where we have all this technology available and it's not being used properly. But I'm sorry, Tony, you were going to say something. But no, I was, I was going to, I was just going to repeat, kind of underscore what you were saying. And uh, way back when, maybe this is this is a long time ago. This is mm, it's, maybe this is going on t almost ten years ago. Um, I think I'm thinking it's 2007, 2008. Um, when when I was a respected teacher. Uh, sat down with uh, uh, one of the reps from the, one of the publishing companies and uh, basically what you, basically what you just described, I says, you know, it'd be really cool if you could have this kind of modular textbook online and you could have every conversation book is like, okay, introductions and families and jobs and, you know, all these other things. It's like, well, you know, put for, for the discussion on families, have exercises and activities and, and vocabulary and things that, um, of all different levels, and the teacher can go in and pick and choose what they want from this or this activity or that. And, said, and you know, you, you don't need to buy the, you know, use the whole thing, but you go in there and you, like a grocery list, say, okay, you know, what, what color do you want? Okay, what, kind, what color interior do you want? Which engine do you want? You know, you just option out your thing and, and go through bit by bit by bit, and, and the teacher has total flexibility. So you buy them the whole thing and then you go into it like kind of a modular basis and you pick and choose the pieces that you want that'll fit for you it's like okay well i thought i was going to do this but you know these guys are way these students are way above this level so i'm going to go for the higher level stuff the higher level vocabulary and so so forth but um yeah if you think about this for a little bit that's kind of where you end up i don't know why we're not there yet <laughs> um it seems, you know, you, you, and, and, you know, I can, I can put together, you know, we could put together, you know, we have a couple of beers, we could put together a, a business model. I was just right, thinking that right now. Right now. It's like, right, okay, you all you got to do is get a license. How many students open it up and the teacher gives access, you know, it's okay, she picks and chooses. Okay. This, these students get this, they get that. This is what we're going to do. And, blah, 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 and you're done. And it's like, and then pay, pay royalty to whoever has uploaded the materials that you're using, right? Bingo. Yeah. Boom. Why aren't we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> Tony, we're done with this. We're done with this one. I'm going to go start a business. Plan. But you know, there are websites that do that. Yeah. Um, but that's going to that's kind of segueing into our next kind of area where we're going. But I think we're, you know we are at an interesting point in time, as you yep. said, or whatever. What? By the way, I have a question. What does that mean? Point in time? I don't know why. <laughs> we're at an interesting moment. Okay. Well, we don't we don't know what time is, so so we don't know how, how to talk about it. That's a deep, <laughs> deep, deep comment, Tony. <laughs> I was trying to see how how long, how much time I could be quiet before I made a comment on that. So it's it is a transitional um, moment, and we have this old print technology, which is basically being used just because people use it, and we're in this cycle where the teachers don't want to change, and 
people don't want to change and people are just resistant to new technology. You know, people yeah, don't want to learn new sure. things, right? Yeah. But I don't know how much it's really fear. This one, I think, is just having to develop new workflows, different ways of working. And people, what's that saying, right? People would rather live in a familiar hell than an unfamiliar heaven. Hmm. And I see that. For example, you and I have talked about using Slack. And um, Slack, for if anybody doesn't know, is this very interesting communication um, platform that allows people to communicate. It basically can do away with email in many ways. And when I use it with my small groups of students, my seminar students, everybody, nobody uses email anymore. Yeah, I would say with, with small groups, it, it can replace I, email. Yeah. But it's being used in big companies also. I can see how it can be if you could, you know, really enroll people massively at one point in time and they're in their groups um, because there's direct messaging built in. But the point is that one other professor in my department really thinks it's a good thing. But, you know, we were talking and I have mentioned it to people that, hey, you know, if we go to this thing called Slack because we're a, a six person department, it's easier to see how things work. It's easier to put attachments in. Nobody wants to change because they're just used to email. Yeah. So I think that we're just looking at resistance from students and resistance from teachers to working in new ways, rather than being open to the technology and seeing what it can do. Hmm. Because I don't understand, for example, you know, students, you want to say to them, you know, don't you think like a digital textbook would be really much better when you could just click on a word and then the definition comes up? Why would you want a piece a, a, a paper based textbook? When you can do that. I mean, I think of all the advantages. Um, I know that Amazon, when you download Kindle books, right there, mm. um, some of them have um, actually, I think it's called X-Ray, but they also have um, a um, flashcard system built in to some of the textbooks. Hmm. Um, and it's really nice. So you can, what you highlight, and then it actually, you can put those into flashcards or your comments, and then you can review your highlights on your comments as you're reading the book. Mm. No, it's like, come on. This is just, this is great. Yeah. And this is uh, great. It's there. Yeah. And imagine in a language learning situation where review is the most important thing, right? They have to review the material before they forget it. So. Oh, the potential is incredible. Um, the, um, I don't, I don't know about the Am, you know, Amazon thing, but I did look at the, um, the Apple iBooks author application because I, cause I have a couple of eBooks out there, um, and I've, I've built some, I did it when it was hard, <laughs> back in the bad old days. Um, and I was very excited about this, but it was, it wasn't, didn't suit me because it wasn't, didn't really suit the type of books that I was doing. But um, for someone building a textbook, the tools that they provide for uh, embedding media, uh, right. external, internal links, and again that interact interactivity with the with the, the user all right being able to for example just as you said make your own you know mark things mark up uh make word lists that type of thing is it it's it's it's, it's gold um the fact that we we're not using that is just such an incredible waste but I, I, at the same time I don't, i'm not sure that you know chicken and egg I don't think that anybody's used that or made um, anything wonderful in terms of like for us teaching English in Japan yet. Um, yeah. 
I haven't. <laughs> you haven't. Um, and I mean, oh yeah, that's because I just have so much. I just have too much free time, Tony. <laughs> I just, you know, just I'm let's, trying to figure out ways there. to fill up let's my free there. time. Let's not go there. But, you know, while you're talking, you mentioned it's really, there are good points that, you know, you can embed video. Yeah. And, right? it, and, and they it, could it, just and click on it and each student could just put their little earphones on, right? And not just video. I mean, it's like all kinds of Audio, interactive video. stuff, right? It's right. like, if this, then that. And it's like you click oh, on, that's, the, but that's on the and on too. and on. It's just like, wow, this is, this is, this kicks ass. This is what is wonderful. it called? The forking, kind of the forking novels, where you 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 come to a point and then you choose. Yeah, which yeah, way yeah. To go. With, with the multiple Imagine, endings, right, sure. If this, then that. By the way, which is a great tool. Yes. There's some privacy issues I wonder about, but that's just great. Um, do you want to explain real quickly in like 30 seconds what is if this then that? If if this then that is an app for I think it's Android as well and and the iPhone and web based uh, and it's it is web based and you basically connect the link to different. Mm, uh, services or APIs, and you can connect. For example, if if for example it's going to be raining tomorrow, then you get a notification. I mean, very basic, right? It automatically checks the weather from some source, notifies you. Say, okay, you need an umbrella today. Or if something is happening on a particular website, or if you receive an email from a specific person, or 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 or, or, or you get or, a right. notification, yeah. or not only a notification, but it might do something else. It's like it's a nice, nice, nice. It, app. it sets up something else. Yes, and if the you, you create an application that has a, a a connection, an API for this, if this and that, then you can connect those two things together. So it's put the potential is amazing. Right, so Potential. a great a great way. I don't again. I'm not sure about the privacy, but um, one thing you could do is you could say, okay, if I get an attachment from a student that has this subject line, right, then take the attachment and move it into this specific folder, right, and then remind me two hours later when you that, or like if if right, if, if there amazing, are twenty yes. files in this folder then let me know then I can go in and grade these students. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's just great. So if people haven't looked into it, if this then that. The more advanced but also it's paid is Zapier or Zapier? Don't know this one. But yeah, that it's kind of like if this then that. It connects to APIs and but it costs money and it's not cheap. It's out of my budget, so I don't bother to use it too much. But there are these different ways to do it. But that's an example, right? You could have it would be great. You could have these digital textbooks and then you would know, ah, th this number of students has completed, right? Because right. I think Amazon does that, right? Kindle. Um, they know when you start, when you stop, when you start, but they don't share this information. But, but I don't you know, think what they, so. With the Kindle, what they do, uh, what, uh, they do share, and I think uh, Apple's iBooks does this as well, is that um, when you highlight a section in a, in a book, It'll say, okay, you know, it's 276 other people have highlighted this. Right, section. yes, yes, yes. Right, so you could have all, which would be a great, think about making vocabulary lists that way. You Bingo. just say to the students, highlight the words you don't know. Bingo. You, and there's your, boom, there's and it gets test. sent, it gets sent, right? And it's on a centralized place where you could see, here are the, the, the vocabulary words that everybody doesn't know. You get vocabulary, right? So why, why, <laughs> why Japanese people, why, right? <laughs> so, um, it's so much useful things there that do everything that 
all the theories tell us we should do, or the experts tell us, right? Mm. It allows for variability, variation in learning. It allows for customization, individualization, yes, yes, right? Yes, yes, we could, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so which brings us now to the next point, which is, you know, Charles, are you using any digital textbook with your students? And the answer is no. And Tony, are you using any digital textbooks with your students? Well, it depends on your definition. Um, it, no, I mean, digital means that it's published in a digital form and it's accessible digitally and it's not something you or I post or create. Well, well unless I, it's a book you've written. Well, yes, it is. Yeah. And then those are two things. And yes, I do use digital. And yes, they I, I am using things that I've created. So, um, But what I mean created, I mean an actual textbook. It's an actual textbook. Okay. It's a, but I have two versions. I have um, one that is for sale on, on Amazon and, and in iBooks. Uh, and I had the, um, the, which is basically the pilot. And it's a little more, it's more, the one that's for sale, the, the, the commercial one is a little bit more advanced and, and less, uh, exor fewer exercises and questions and things. So it's, it's basic. It's more content and less activity. Uh, the one that the, the the pilot What's version. the name of the book, by the way? This is um, your meeting uh, book? Us and Them. Us and Them, which is about... Intercultural. It's communication, like, uh, right. Intercultural okay. communication. Then I have a free version, which is, the content is almost the same, um, that I use, um, that I give to my students. My students, it's there chapter by chapter. There's text. There is um, uh, either me or other people reading, so there's audio, so they can listen and read at the same time. Um, I use that. In, uh, in in one of my classes, um, and when, and when uh, you say use it, so students download the book. They yeah yeah they can either download or they can read it online. Yeah, they're they're PDFs. Okay, it's so a set they're, of PDFs. they're accessing the book through either their smartphone or right. Okay, and uh, yeah, and it, it's it's reading, and then there's questions after each unit, and these are the topics we discuss in class. Um, I also have a. Um, uh, and this is a little bit, I, I can't say it's really a book. It's um, it's a workbook, and there are a lot of blank sheets. Um, this, is, this is a two-part thing. It's two semesters. The first semester is kind of like survival skills for travel and living abroad. So we go through different topics like airport security, homestay, manners, restaurants, meeting new people, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, there's 10, 15 topics there. Uh, a lot of it's blank space. And then they have study guides for each particular thing second semester um they had that they use the other one this us and them the, the the free version where there's like a two or three page reading with questions about the unit um i don't and there is a vocabulary index for all of okay. that and then for um my talk going back to textbooks um for my advanced students and this is kind of this is an integrated english class which is basically a four skills thing um i use a was basically a minimal textbook uh it is the what is it, what is it called um there are three levels it is impact issues impact issues one two and three um i vary which one i use but for each of the units i have Study guides, which is a, a list of vocabulary, some from the textbook, but most not. 
uh, discussion questions, and then they have to do a research thing. So that really doesn't count as a book, but it is something that the students use. They Each week they need to go there and download this thing. How did they respond? to? Are they okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's pretty basic. It's pretty easy, and, and they can do it easily with their phones. So no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think the major problem with real digital work is annotating. Mm. Right, being able just to write something down real quickly on the page. Yeah, so this is uh, with with that particular one. There's no content really. It's a uh, again. I mean, it's not, there's no there's no text. There's no nothing to read. So here. nothing for them to really have to do. Like Vocabulary that. list and discussion questions. Okay, is basically what they get. Okay, and links. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. yeah, I, that's my long answer to what I do do use. When you do, here's the other question though: When you publish something on iBooks. It's only available through an Apple device, correct? If it's on iBooks, yes, but my stuff is on both Amazon. Can you do and that? IBooks. Can you publish on iBooks and yeah, publish you, you, in? Yeah, you, you can. You can. You can do it on Amazon and iBooks, but if it's not, this is you know their little game. Um, if your book is not exclusive to Amazon, you get half the money. <laughs> if you if you promise that it's exclusive to Amazon, your your uh, royalties are double. Well, how much is a basic royalty, for example? Uh, Just for anybody out there thinking about it, it's it's not it's not bad. It's um, for Apple, you get seventy percent. Okay, of every uh, sale. Of every sale, and Amazon, it is about the same. I don't I don't actually remember. My sales are not so great. <laughs> so great that this is a big thing. It's like, it's like oh yeah, it's another six months. So somebody bought a book, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, Apple takes thirty percent. I think the the diff if I remember the difference from Amazon is it's either eighty percent or sixty percent or something like that. Wait, so, so if the you're author... exclusive to Amazon, you get eighty percent of your sales. Wait, wait, so if you sell a book for a thousand yen, you get eight hundred yen. Is that really true? Yeah, I thought it was the other way. Well, it's that's that's significantly outrageously high royalties. Compared yes. to yes, compared to going through a publisher, yes, where you get like eight percent, right? Because I've done that too. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but 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 what you give up is the marketing, and if you go through a traditional publisher, it goes in their catalog and it goes out, and they've got their reps going out there, and your sales are are huge. If you have a successful book, yeah, yeah, but yeah, significantly different. So. Um, and the, the textbook that I did with a publisher overall made way, way, way more money. At, at, at I, I co-authored it with somebody else, so I was only getting 4%. Mm -hmm. But I made more money with the 4% than I have with this book, my, my other two books, uh, at 70%, 60, 50, I don't know, 60, 70, 80%, whatever it might be. Just because there's, you know, there's no marketing push. Okay. And and may I humbly say that these other two books are better than the one that we did 15, 20 years ago. Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting thing to know about. Mm. Do most schools bar teachers from students requiring students to use their own textbook now? I don't as think a conflict so. of interest. I don't think so. I think I think if you if your book is available through a conventional publisher, then you can use do that. But not through. I think Amazon. they frown on like well, um, 
I think if it's on Amazon, it's okay because a publisher will then step in and, and get it from Amazon. I think if it's got an ISBN, you can do it, but um, what they don't want is like any kind of direct cash, right? So you can't show up there with a box of books and make your students give you right. money. Can't do that. But hmm. so people out there might want to think about that. Hmm. They want to put their own book together. Yeah. Okay. So overall, though, would you what percentage? So out of the classes you teach every week, what percent have traditional textbooks or you're using traditional textbooks and what percent are you using digital? Or or let's throw the third option too. Which, right? we're, no, which we're going to go down the road. In a yeah, minute, right. right. No no textbook at all. Right. Um, let's see. Most of them have... Uh, mo I use textbooks for most classes and partly because the, the, the universities require it and also because... What you said is that it does reduce your workload. Um, let's see. For almost all my classes, I use conventional textbooks. There's a there's a small handful that maybe I, I would say ten. Let's say, let's call it ten percent that I that I don't use a textbook or I use digital. Okay. See, we're at completely the opposite. Um, I only use a textbook in one class. Mm. I'm wow. on the third option, which is everything is online mm. and it's links and materials. Mm. So I guess we should go down that route now. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and uh, you know, in respond, like most of my classes are not all, but most of my classes are freshman general English classes. And in a lot of cases, the textbook is, decided by the university and if mm. it's not decided by the university sometimes i've got choices of two or three and uh some cases uh i need it i'm required to use a textbook though i can choose whichever one i want um not a real a real a real textbook quote unquote uh rather than digital and then in some places i've got total freedom and when i got total freedom are the ones i have total freedom uh for um yeah, I would say half are either digital or no textbook. Because okay. as you know, as you know, no textbook is, is a lot of work. Yes, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking how much longer can I do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I'm in this third camp. I have a website and everything goes through the website and materials are downloaded and that's how I, I do things. Um, the advantage, the really the biggest advantage is, of course, is that you can plan out the class. But what that really does is, especially in, um, there's two classes I teach that are reasonably high level. And one is a academic presentations in English class. It's a graduate for graduate students. And the other is technical writing. And those two classes, um, are week by week because I'm I have the general plan, but I'm really responding and trying to um, adapt to what's happening with the students and what their needs are. Right, and that's just great. You yes, know, I can really adapt, and they can just they can download things, they can find things the way it's supposed to be. It's yeah. great. So that's the biggest advantage. But the workload, yes, <laughs> yes. the workload is difficult, but. At least it's easy to modify things. Mm. That's really the, the big key. It's really easy to adapt to what the students need. 
And it, you know, it's it's something that's so incredibly important and something that's so regularly given short shrift. People just don't. I don't know. It just seems to me that it's people just don't allow for that. And it's like, come on, that it is the key. I mean, you you know, I mean, that's that's key for education. It's, it's I think that's partly one of the things that really makes a teacher is being able to assess your your students' needs and then g- delivering uh, an environment, a system, uh, a method for them to get what yes. they need, right? And that flexibility has got to be built. If you don't have the flexibility, you're, you're creating a system that you got to fight against. It doesn't make sense. And just to point out that this is talking about a very simple use of a website as a delivery system. Right. It's not creating forums and places for students to communicate. It's basically a delivery system of the material the students need, what tasks they have to do, links to videos or talks or something that they're listening to as well as upload links and information about the class right and that is not difficult to set up i think even for people without a lot of technical ability and the biggest advantage as i said is you know i go through let's say i post 15 weeks of course you know what we're doing week by week what videos we're watching and i can just change that i can adapt that i can modify it according to the needs of the students so that's has a lot of advantages, but it takes a lot of work. But I wonder if you were, you know, if you compared how many hours it takes to really choose a good textbook, right? When you get a new class, there's a lot of time spent looking for textbooks. I w- I'm not sure. Well, I'm sure that the website takes more time, but I'm, I'm sure of that too. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder, you know, if you're looking at it as a cost-benefit analysis, right? For the amount of time or return on your investment. Well, the, the return time, is certainly. Hi, I think it's a lot better. So, and there's a good example. For example, um, in I'm teaching a listening, a listening reading class, and here's the advantage of using web-based materials and linking to them. And we've talked about this, which is the breaking, breaking news English site. Okay, good, good. I think that's it, isn't it? Breaking news English, right? Dot com. Yep. And here's an example of how the web just makes things nice. So Breaking News English has all these news sites and this guy, I forget the guy's name, he does a lot of work and he creates these PDF um, worksheets activities. So there's like a pre, some pre-reading questions or some phrases you have to match so students can learn new phrases. Then there's some comprehension questions. Then there's a couple of different kinds of gap activities and they're simple, you know, split the word, put a slash mark between the words, um, word jumbles, sentence jumbles, reorder, jigsaw, et cetera. The guy's done a lot of work and it's really nice. The key part is that for the listening, there's not only is there different levels for each article. So let's say he's doing something about a news event this week. He will create four levels of that article. So, you know, the simplest level to more complex, and it changes in terms of word content and um, length and the number of words. But Within that, the listening activities, you can go from medium, faster, fastest to slower, slowest, which means that in a listening class, you're sitting there in a listening class and we just, what do we do? You put the DVD in or you put the audio file and you play it and students have to just deal with it regardless of what speed it's at. 
And if you go ahead with using breakingnewsenglish.com, every student could just put their earphone in, use their smartphone, and go to the speed that's appropriate for them. And that is just, you know, what an advantage in a listening class. I think you, it's just- You great. don't know this guy's name, right? I don't know his I name. Do, you, know, I, you know, I should know his name. It's I want to say thank you to him because it really yeah. is an incredible site and it's so useful and it's it's so good. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, and, you know, nothing is perfect and you know, rough edges, blah blah blah. But what a wonderful idea! I mean, a great concept and Sean and Sean Banville. There we go. Thank yeah, you, Sean. thank you, Sean. Yes, it's a it's not the nicest site in the world in terms of the layout. It's mm. a little bit difficult to go through and kind of navigate sometimes. But he's really done a lot of so for example i'm looking at it now and he has president obama to visit hiroshima that's may 25th wow he's already wow, he wow, wow yeah to visit right and um you know he has level zero level one level two level three and you just click on the level you want and he'll have and here's the other thing he's really good about um they give you on the listening there's north american and british english whoa so for me, I always use, I default to the British English because students are always listening to my American accent. So this gives them a chance to listen to a you know British speaker. Just really nice. It also has um, reading activities. And I think there's a reading speed, a speed reading activity where you it'll flash on the screen. Um, this guy's done a lot of work. So you know. I hope he gets some, get some money at some point. I, I hope so too. I don't know it. how he's he's doing. Um, yeah, no, he has an ebook. So far, it's all free, right? I mean, right. Just yes. On his website's there. Yes, and he has an ebook. So I'm thinking, you know, I don't know if it's um how he's going to monetize it, but it's something that you know. For example, I would be happy to you know pay a couple you know thousand yen, a couple thousand yen a year. Sure. Right. Um, to you know just to the guy say hey thank you so anyway it's it's a good site but the, the point is that it it has built-in flexibility mm. and again here's this whole idea of you know we always talk about student-centered classes and every listening class i know has the teacher starting and stopping the audio and i don't understand why we do that now Right. Well, Every well let me let me let me tell you about my listening classes. We don't do that. Um, uh, listening classes, all all not not all the stuff, but most of the stuff. Each each week, they either get a, a link to something on YouTube, or uh, some a, a listening thing that I've made and created my own you know my own reading dialogue or or something. I'll I'll do with Allison and make a dialogue or something like that and. Um, yeah, they get the link and that's it. And then they do the listening and they're on their own. So again, yeah, I don't, I'm a, I don't make multiple versions at, at different levels because I can't, <laughs> I don't have that kind of that luxury at that time. Right. But, but this uh, guy has done that. Yeah. That's incredible. It's I'm really, getting, really nice. We're I'm very grateful to him. Yeah. I knew about the reading aspect. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that there was uh, the, the, uh, the listening aspect too. I'm going to, I'm going to use that. It's really, it's, it's really nice. The only thing is you got to make sure that your students uh, have headphones because shock, totally shocking to me is I found out that there's a certain percent of students, something like 20%, 25% who have smartphones, but don't have headphones, don't 
use the headphones. Yeah, I you, you don't use your phone for music. You know, uh, uh, gap, gap, gap. Uh, excuse me. Uh, we're from different planets. No, I mean I have my headphones in all the time. Right? Oh yeah, my earphones oh, yeah. are on all the time. Oh, yeah. Why would you? You know, that's the best use of my my <laughs> iPhone is that it's it's portable music and portable audio and podcasts, and I'm just listening, listening. But being able to let students listen um, is really good, and we're seeing a little bit more. I think that the TED app, okay, and I'm not plugging TED Talks here because I think TED is kind of what's the problem? Regression to the mean. The quality of TED Talks has, I think, really mm. declined over the years. In the beginning, it was exceptional. There's a couple mm. of really exceptional talks. But I think the TED app is good for listening because it has a speed adjustment. So I think you can adjust speeds on it. I've played around with that. But I might be confusing that with some podcasting um, uh, app. But I know that I think Overdrive, Overcast, yes. Overcast? Overcast. Overcast. And even the the... The default Apple podcast app. You can you can adjust the speed. Yeah, you can slow it down or speed it up. Yeah. So listening classes should be done through the students' mobile devices, and it's to the point now where every kid has a a smartphone. Yeah. I think it's maybe only like one percent, not even that. All my students don't have it. You're right. Yeah. It's, so, it's like that. It's like, yes. it's like maybe one kid a day or something like at that. The, right. At the most. And so I always have an extra device with me, you know, that's, old. That's, that's slick. Right. Yeah. Just, you know, I have an extra device that I'll let a student use. So, you know, having, a, being able to just throw away the textbook, not being locked into a textbook and being able to adapt and find things is great. So for example, I'm sure, and I get a sense that Obama's visit to um, Japan and especially his visit to Hiroshima um, is going to be right something for the students. They're going to be interested in. So I didn't know about that six months ago. Did you? It was we didn't know. So you, yeah, you how, how would you put that into? So now it's just it's right? very easy to put that into my website. I've got you know from Breaking News English. It's got some text. I've got some this. I'll be able to link to the speech. I'll be able to link to some YouTube and videos. Wow, voila. I've got something interesting for my students, I believe, and that's and, and that's something that you know. I mean, to kind of start to wind up, it's like we talk about this kind of um, digital experience, I guess, uh, to avoid like the, the idea of a textbook. Um, it's interesting, and I use that word guardly. Interesting um, at the gamut of interpretations of what that means. For example. Um, as a addition to uh, one of the uh, traditional textbook which, uh, for which I had a limited choice, they provide the teacher with um, a CD, DVD of the textbook and the teacher manual. And what it is, it is a CD, DVD, with a embedded application or package in which there are sets of PDF files and audio files. And you can't access them. Well, I can because I, because I know my way around a computer, 
But in order to see the PDFs or to hear the audio files, you've got to put the, the CD, DVD into your computer and run the application. Uh, Isn't that? Uh, yeah. Right? Uh, you want, and then, yeah. So, yeah, of course, the first thing I did is like, okay, cracked it, got the content onto my computer. And, and, and I just say, you know, you, you've made it so hard to use, I'm just not going to use it. Right. That's, that's one end of the spectrum. Now, flash forward, okay, uh, and kind of what you're doing and kind of what I'm doing, but not completely yet, but a whole different idea of the whole thing of oh, a textbook, right? Um, instead of a, a textbook thinking of content, right, it's a, it's a framework or it's a system for teacher-student interaction uh, and the teacher and the students together create the content of the quote-unquote textbook over the duration of the course. So, for example, you use the example of, of the Obama visit. And just for, you know, just for listeners, it's like we're recording this, this episode way in advance. So like, this, is like, this is hot news today. <laughs> uh, you're hearing this on July, sometime in July, uh, but, but this is happening like now for us. This is real time, so it's a it's a real time example. So, yes, you're not in a time warp, okay? <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we're, or we're or not we're, in a time warp. Yes. Well, actually, we are in a time warp. That yes, exactly well, we're just ahead of schedule. We're, we're just... all in time warps, and we again, just again, we don't know what time is anyway. So, just let it slide. Oh, that was that was. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, kind of like what is the. Um airspeed of a of a flying swallow like from monty python the holy grail where they started the beginning and then they drop it and then it comes out at the end of the movie or something that was cute tony nice move about time nice move nice way to get that in but anyway go ahead so so yeah so use that obama thing right so all right so now you've got the um link to reading maybe a a cnn story on the obama visit you've got the uh, breaking news english versions of the story that they can read and they can listen to the students together cumulatively assemble a vocabulary list a list of expressions and things that they didn't know that they want to remember you have access to that that becomes the content of the textbook they've got their list they've got their expressions they've got they can have discussions they can record their own they can test their own a pronunciation feedback listening they can have forums and discuss the whole idea of what the textbook could possibly be is so much more than we're doing right now and it yes. could be such a valuable tool and it could help people learn so much more and um it could help so so much help us do a better job of what we're trying to do banging our head against the wall trying to do right i mean it's just like and it's it, it's it hurts to see all that wasted potential right it's hard mm. yeah that's a good point and you could do that it would, it's such a great point is that it would be uh students submit if, if you had more of a sns style more of a facebook kind of style or forum based website and there was some way where students could submit the articles and then the students the assignment would be for students to read it and then create the questions and define the vocabulary right the students would be creating their own textbook and right, then exactly and it's up to date it's dealing with current events and then or even could even pass it on to the next class in the following semester and they refine it and define it and actually you'd have an incredible reiterative process that 
would be crowdsourced, and you'd probably come up with a pretty good paper-based textbook after a couple of years. Damn right. There you go. All right, we've just given people a great idea on what to do. And uh, let me just very, very, very quickly just say, say okay, this, this pie in the eye digital dream. Okay, yeah, that's us. We're geeks. We, 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 we're thinking that way. But there's, there's a very analog version of this that you can do too, which I do. Um, uh, the, the intercultural survival skills class, what the students do in their first semester is they choose an English-speaking country and they put them in a group. So there's a, a, a UK group, there's an Australia group, there's a Canada group, there's American, there's maybe two or three US groups. So they're all go, they pick a location. And we go through topic by topic, airports, uh, luggage, you know, luggage, family. Thing. And their assignment each week is basically to do the research, come to class, share their information, and over the course of the semester, they build their own travel guide to that particular That's a nice location. Idea, yes. And they put it together. And basically, what they do is they build their own textbook over over the semester. And how do they? And then they they're printing it out. Yeah, it's all paper. They either and, write print and it out or write it out, out. And it's yeah. passed out to the other students. Yeah. You don't find you haven't managed some way to just upload that, have you? The, they don't want to do that. Okay. Yet. And you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, in the well, sense that you don't want to I, do the extra work. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you a little them, story. Right? I wouldn't mind them uploading it at the end, right? And I wouldn't mind them uploading it each week so that I, they would check it each. I check it in class each week, you know, very, very cursory check. Yeah. Have you done this? Because they've got study guides for each of the, uh, each of the topics. Hmm. Yeah, but I'll say- tell you a story. Um, you know, I commuting to work on the trains right and i got my bag and i'm always half asleep and i've got my headphones in and when these 30 students all bring their um which was they're all like 60 or 70 pages right so i've got this extra bag full of papers there was a year got on the train put the student papers up on the rack sat down listened to my podcast Got off the train and it's like, no, oh my god. Yeah. So there, my my students' work went off to Akashi somewhere. <laughs> How many years ago was this? Uh, this was about five years ago. See, if that happened now, you would be in such trouble because of privacy issues, right? Well, the the the, the guy at the train station gave me the read me the riot act. He says, "Sensei, this is important stuff. You you should leave this stuff on the train." I go, yeah, yeah. You, you don't I think know. I know that? <laughs> I don't think I know that. Uh, yes. But, you know, that's that's one of the advantages of having everything digital is everything is up in the cloud. And I figured yep. out how to maintain my students' privacy now. I think we've talked yep. about that a little bit. Yep. And I respect all the school's rules about having things online. There's no way for anyone to connect, you know, a student well, that's the thing is, I mean, online is it, having stuff online is so much more secure than a piece of paper. Yeah, I don't understand around. that, right? That this, yeah. what, one place I work, we have to wind this down, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're Luddite, really, really Luddite, strict Luddite. about, you know, that you, sh- you they, they think you're not supposed to um, upload anything. You're not supposed to have any student data on a computer that's taken off school. And you're kind of like, why do you think having papers lying around in my office is any safer? <laughs> Why do you think that, you know, that having student papers in the classroom is, and, you know, my other question is, what can somebody actually do with a student number? It's not like there's a credit card attached to it, is there? 
right? Uh, to my knowledge. Okay, yeah. So anyway, it's all nuts. But I don't even want to go down that road. So, But it's maybe a good time to wrap up mm. that you know we are at a transition point. There are advantages. But I think it's really clear to me at this point that the first option of a textbook is the there's very few advantages left other than the amount of time that it just is a time saver and students are used to it right and it's comfort it's like comfort food but other than that the second option of using some kind of digital book or digitalized version and the third option of just going with like websites or and allowing students to have access to multiple digital materials i think it just offers the advantages are just so much better um, and overwhelming actually so yeah, if there's any any possible way that 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 could be worked into, I mean, if the, if the teacher has the time to do that, that there is, I can't think of any reason not to. I mean, if, if you can do it and right? slow and slowly transition, if you've never done it, slowly transition. So first, just set well, up a simple supplement. website yeah. with and use something like what you use WordPress.com. For the for my studio, yeah. right? <laughs> All right. the things that I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and you have your own 10 website, or 10 or that, 12, right? Blogs out there, you know, websites right. for students, right? Yes. In addition to my main ones, right. yes. And if anybody wants to try something like this, um, WordPress is just a a um, platform for creating a website. Edublogs.org, e d u b l o g s. They have a lot of safety and security things built in. Mm. It's a free and a paid version, and the paid version, which costs something like forty dollars a year is definitely a really, really good deal. It gives you a lot of choices in terms of themes and extra perks and extra tools. And if you think about $40 a year to be able to have a secure website that you can lock down for students just by password, they handle all the security, they do all the checking, it's great. If you don't wanna do that, they have a free version. And there's also wordpress.com. But if you haven't done it, just you know try setting up a simple website just with your class schedule and maybe just with what pages you're doing in the textbook start there get used to it get the students used to it and then start branching out yeah just like create uh, uh, you know for a specific class just set up a website just put your syllabus up there you right know, exactly you, you schedule for the calendar that's it yes exactly and it's it's makes life easy so you can always turn to the students and if they're absent it's great because you say to the student there it is and then the student cohort comes to class and says, I, uh, I didn't did do you? the homework. And you say, did you check the website? And then one website. what did the student say in the sixth week or the seventh week of class? He goes, does the website explain the homework? <laughs> I just looked at <laughs> I just Haven't looked at, seen it yet, huh, bud? <laughs> you haven't really looked at the, you know, sorry, that's the, that's the, that's the tell. <laughs> why, why, don't you, why don't you take a look and see? Why don't you just go to the take website and first see. and tell me, okay? Take a look and see. see what All you right. Think. So we've kind of covered this. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. I think we're ready. So, we're ready. Okay, we're ready to go. Okay, Charles Wiz, Tony Silva, two teachers talking at etc. 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 So there we are. We are done. All right, Tony. So I know what you're going to do, and you know Soldier what I'm on, going man. to do. Right, right. Here we go. A few more weeks. A few more okay. weeks. All right, you be good. Yeah, be strong. Okay, bye now. <laughs> <laughs>